So a listener says, hey, Dan, I'm no spring chicken anymore. What's next? Well, what do you do when you recognize it's time for a new season in your life? And maybe like for this particular listener, you're ready to move away from hard physical labor to work that depends more on your brains than your brawn. So let's explore the ways you can make massive changes in your work without starting over. Now, I'm going to share some of the challenging questions that came in this week right after these messages from our supporting sponsors. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Hey, we're here ready to take care of business. Again, whether you need a tune-up or a major overhaul, Love the car analogies there. We're going to unpack some interesting questions. You know, this is one where you're going to want to have a pen and paper in hand because I'm going to give you so many specific resources. So here's some of the questions. Dan, I'm ready to invest and move into my next chapter of helping men get outdoors, enjoy wild places, rest, heal, understand their calling, and return to love and serve God, others, and themselves by being the whole man they are created to be. All right, a long, long intro there, but uh, just a great question. Another person says, my 48th birthday is coming up next month, and I'm realizing that I'm no spring chicken anymore, and I don't want to continue doing physical labor jobs for the rest of my life. Then I lost my job of 23 years on January 25th, as a result of devastating personal problems that upset my work life. I'm still coming to terms with myself and the role I played. These problems no longer exist, and I'm ready for a new vocation. Then somebody asked, when do I fill out papers to make my tutoring an official business with the government, and what should the business be? LLC, sole proprietorship, etc. And then one more here I'm going to try to get to. Dan, I'm burned out. Where do I go for chapter two of my work life that allows me to work from home on my own schedule? And most importantly, get to really guide, teach, and help people. All right, our quotation today comes from John Ruskin, who said, where work and skill work together, expect a masterpiece. And our resource for today has to do with writing and publishing your book, because I got a couple questions about that. So our resource is 48dayspress.com. Now, that's one I don't give out a lot here, 48dayspress.com. And there it talks about how I work with authors, help them get their books out, get them published. We can do this under the 48 Days Press imprint, help give you marketing push, and so on. Got a new one coming out. Uh, Phil Sean's book on that's titled Unforgettable is coming out in a couple months. Uh, that's one that we are uh, thrilled to be a part of. Wrote the forward for that. It is under the 48 Days Press imprint, and it's getting a lot of traction already. Okay, now I want, I want to start off with a, a wonderful success story. This comes from Aaron. Uh, Dan, I wanted to encourage you that 48 Days is and does make, it, make an impact in people's lives. I've followed you for a long time, and your podcast is the only consistent podcast I've listened to year after year. You've answered a number of my questions in person and on the podcast throughout the years. As a follower, I would try this and that in business to figure out my niche. Once I found it, I worked bivocationally for years to take care of my family 
while pursuing my dream. Officially, the new business brand launched in 2019 as my own private practice for counseling crisis and trauma for veterans and first responders, all while maintaining my military status as well as other government work up until January of this year, 2023. A year before that, I had started hiring others to see clients as well while I was working in that government job. I would still see clients when possible, but only usually one day a week. In July of 2022, so that's just a little more than a year ago, I took a leap of faith into a bigger space as my private office wasn't big enough for the growing staff. In October of 2022, I took on another additional space and added more staff. Now check this out. At the end of this year, I'll be ending up the year having grossed right at a million dollars. Mind you, it wasn't until January of this year that I came on full-time in my own company. In just a couple of years, we went from a year's earnings being a couple hundred dollars to nearly a million now. I attribute a lot of my success to staying connected with you, the Eagles and the 48 Days Network. Your positive encouragement, guidance, and hopefulness toward entrepreneurship helped me build a culture and business system as I surrounded myself with people who were ahead of me in their own success journey. Well, thanks, Sarah. And that, I, what a delight to get that letter. I, I certainly, you know, have followed you over the years. I have answered your questions. I recognize that. I know your heart. I know what you've done yourself being a, an employee, government employee, military background, and now starting patriotcounseling.com. I mean, I, people can go there and look at what you've done to build this significant business, serving people well, and making significant income for yourself. Congratulations. And thanks for sharing that with us. So Matt says, I wrote last year inquiring about getting a book edited and published. I was wondering if it was still possible to do something good for $5,000. I know I've mentioned that as kind of a basic um, budget to have if you want to do a book. So Matt says, you were kind to respond and ask if I would send you the manuscript so you could make recommendations. I want to do a lot more work on it first, but now I'm ready to to have you look at it and to turn it over to professional for much needed help. I, I'm not limiting myself to a $5,000 budget. This book and mission is important to me and I'm ready to invest and move into my next chapter of helping men get outdoors, enjoy wild places, rest, heal, understand their calling and return to love and serve God, others and themselves by being the whole man that they are created to be. Thank you. Well, man, I love your work. I love your focus. Again, I've been watching this a long time. I know your heart. I'm looking forward to seeing you this week. You're coming to our live event here in Sarasota. It's going to be cool to talk about this in person. But yes, get your book out there. I mean, I love these books that are helping people be more of what they need to be. Um, men who need to be more of what they're created to be. Sounds like a great focus. So as to your question about budget, I mean, 5000 is still just kind of a basic budget for what would be a well-done self-published book. You know, on that, you're going to have um, $2,600 for an editor. I, in, in my figures there, my estimate, I show $450 for an interior layout, $350 for a cover design, $1,600 for marketing. Yeah, that'll get you in the game. Now, the book that I just did, An Understanding Heart, and you can go and look at it. If you just go to inunderstandingheart.com, we got a landing page there where you can look at that and how it's done. I did a lot of things that were really 
over over the over the top on that. I did all the things that publishers tell you not to do. It's got a a hard box of you know specific box that's done for it, where it's got quotations around the edge. It's got a logo design on the front of the box. Then you open it up, and it's this beautiful book inside a cellophane a cellophane sleeve. Um, it's uh, got a, a wrap then around the book itself. It's got a satin bookmark. It's got color all the way through. Anyway, I did a lot of really specific things there, and I spent way more than $5,000 to get that done. Now, I did that. I'm going to tell you how I did that partnering with my publisher to go ahead and do it in a way that I wanted to do it, even though the publisher is not going to step out of the plate for all the things that I wanted to have done. So I, I spent, um, I spent $2,800 to have it edited, worked with Amanda, um, to get that done. And then I spent another $2,500 for the interior layout. Now that's more than what I would normally expect, but I had a lot of little in super duper things, you know, color inside banners at the top and bottom. There's that little Eagle at the very top of the page. That starts up in the left-hand corner. And then as you go through the book, he flies across the page all the way over to the right. I mean, things like that that I had done. So I paid a lot more for the interior layout than normally. And then cover design. Yeah, we did a cover design contest through CrowdSpring. And I think we did like $350 for that. And then some of the other things to actually get those printed. You know, they're printed in China because of the heaviness. I've got a, a simulated leather cover on it. Again, the satin bookmark, so it, it elevated the, the price dramatically. I've got about $25 per book cost in those. It's, it's outrageous, but I love how it turned out. It's more of a passion project than a business project, but uh, you can check that out if you want to see an example. Again, just in, in understandingheart.com, you can see that. Now, my, my book partner is Morgan James Publishing. I mean, I've, I've published several of my books with them now, and I've moved my core book, 48 Days to the Work You Love, over with them as well. Published that, of course, under my 48 Days Press imprint, but they then help with the distribution and printing and all on those. So that's what I do, and, and I've recommended multiple times that people do that. It's one, one option that I really like because they give me, the editor, you the, you, the editor, I mean the author, a lot of control over your content. If you want to take your content and create a course, you can. You don't have the restrictions that come from what a traditional publisher would want. But Morgan James has been around since 2003. Um, they started out, David Hancock, you know, great friend and the founder of that. I mean, he started out because he wanted a better option for how to get books out there. And so, God, they've done a lot of books. And now they now do about 200 books a year. Um, the new CEO of Morgan James is Nick Pavlidis, also very involved in our 48 Days community. Nick's an attorney from Boston, but he's the, the CEO now. And I've, I've got a great relationship with them. Um, again, if you want to, you can, you can actually check out, instead of giving you too, too many resources here, we have to go to different places. Just go to 48dayspress.com and you can see there about the unique partnership that I have with Morgan James. So that's an option, Matt, as well. Again, I'll talk with you more personally, respond to your questions about getting your book out there. But hey, congratulations on getting it this far. Congratulations on being realistic about investing in the process of getting your great book out there and what that's going to require. And believe me, there's, there's nothing like 
being an author, seeing your book out there in bookshelves, and getting the rewards that come with that. Chris says, Dan, a little over three years ago at the beginning of COVID, I fell and was injured at work. After three surgeries on my arm and shoulder, two years of physical therapy, I was able to work again, just not in the same field. My 48th birthday is coming up next month, and I realize I'm no spring chicken anymore. I don't want to continue doing physical labor jobs for the rest of my life. I used to write content on a small scale and had a little podcast for a short time. I really enjoyed those things. I'd like to begin doing these again, but I feel like starting over will take away any credibility I may have had because I quit before. Am I being irrational or should I find something else to do instead? Thanks, longtime listener and follower. Well, thanks, Chris. So, so let's explore the ways you can make massive changes in your work you know, without starting over, without reducing your credibility. Two weeks ago, I had as my guest on the podcast here, Michael McGreevy. Michael was, a, was doing construction work. He was in Buffalo, New York, where he still does, doing construction work, started listening to my podcast, thought, wow, I want to do something else, came to one of our Coaching with Excellence events. He then went through our Coaching Mastery program positioning himself as an executive coach. He is absolutely crushing it in doing that. We refer a lot of our coaching requests to him, and he's got contracts with companies to do executive coaching for their employees. He also made some moves in real estate, and now he's got an online community for men. He's an investor in my EIG group, Eagles Innovation Group. He's an investor where we look for businesses to invest in. So he's done a whole lot of things. Now, I say that because he was doing physical labor work, like you're talking about, Chris. He was doing that. And then he got involved in coaching. Very, very different. You know, clean clothes, clean office, you know, instead of crawling around under the foundation of somebody's house, you know, fixing plumbing. But so he was able to do that. He was able to reposition himself. Nothing phony about that. Nothing disingenuous about that at all. He just was ready for a new season in his life. What you're talking about, you know, it's not going to hurt your credibility to quit doing physical labor and position yourself doing something like writing content or doing a podcast. You draw from that anyway. There there was a time where Michael's coaching business didn't take off as fast as he wanted, And in the meantime, he had gotten married and had his first child. And he went back to take on some construction jobs just to carry over in the transition. Again, no shame in doing that at all. Do both. I mean, I've had a lot of times where I've done multiple things that seemingly were not connected, but they were all helping push me toward my ultimate goal. So you can do that. You know, I, I'm uh, telling a story this week in another location about a, a gentleman who, whose kids, one of the kids, is the owner of the Der Dutchman restaurant here in Sarasota. And we're having our event this week. Will it fly event at the Carlisle Inn, which is on the same parking lot and owned by the same people, Mary and Dan Miller. Yes, her husband's name is Dan Miller. But uh, Manuel Mullet was the dad in that family. And Manuel went to the fifth grade for schooling. He was a little Amish kid and uh, then dropped out, worked on the family farm. But he looked around for things that other people didn't want to do and did them well. So he started raising chickens, all right? So he did that, you know, not a glamorous business at all. And um, then he'd look for businesses, existing businesses, 
that someone else had, and then he just would grow it and improve it. But with having the chickens, he started a garbage route, really to take care of the garbage created by his own business, but then he also took care of the garbage created from other chicken farms as well. So he built that. And then he started started coal mining. He started with literally with picks and shovels. Then he moved to dynamite and bigger equipment and all of that. But then he got to where he would buy a farm and then he'd mine it. Then he'd restore it and keep the land. At one time he had like 40 or 50 different farms. Um, here's a guy who, who just springboarded from one thing to the next. He ended up very, very wealthy. I mean, I remember times if you go to a, an auction and Man, Emmanuel Mollett was there, farm auction, you might as well keep your hands in your pockets because ultimately he'd let it go through all the bidding process till everybody was finished bidding. And then he'd just make one bid and buy it. I mean, people just knew that. At one time, he owned over six 6,000 acres there in Ohio. But my, my point in tying this in is you can make these changes. You can go through the changes that you want to do in your career without holding your head down, without shame. And the last thing you want to do is feel like you're stuck in what you're doing. If you're stuck in a physical labor job and feel like you don't want to do that, you can't do that physically anymore. I mean, certainly don't think that's the end of your options. Move into these new new areas that use other skills that you have or with um, your head held high. Enjoy doing it. Incidentally, Manuel Mollett had nine children and he set all of his children up with businesses and they're all very, very successful as well. I may tell that whole story at some point. All right, this comes from Brian, who said, Dan, I lost my job at 23 years on January 25th as a result of devastating personal problems that had upset my work life. I'm still coming to terms with myself and the role I played. These problems no longer exist, and I'm ready for a new vocation. A lot of your recent podcasts apply to my case. I've been in the government regulatory field for 25 years, and I've been ready to leave for years, but kept telling myself just five more years. Wow, that's interesting. Probably some of you are thinking the same thing. You know, I really want to quit. Just, just, just three more years, just 13 more years till I'm fully vested in my retirement program. Well, Brian says, I'm also a professional magician and illusionist. I originally started listening to you when your guest was corporate magician Lee Lentz. I've always wanted to get into the field of corporate magician and entertainer. I need to educate myself on marketing myself and my business, how to turn my passion into my vocation and my full-time career. Okay, this is one of those where if this strikes a chord with you at all, you need to have a pen and paper out because I'm going to give you a couple websites where you can go see people who have done exactly what you say you want to do here. Now, you can do this. You just have to be creative in how you use your magician skills to create that full-time income. Now, you mentioned Lee Lentz, and that's exactly right. Last, last name is L-E-N-T-Z. Lee and Vanessa, their website is noillusion.biz. Again, noillusion.biz. You can go there and see what they're doing. When Lee first started as a magician, he was doing like uh, birthday parties, you know, so he'd do birthday parties where he'd do his magic and that people would give him a hundred bucks because he entertained the kids. And he came to me and we started working on this. This was years ago. He's been doing, oh my gosh, what he's done these last few years has been amazing. 
But I said, Lee, you need to change your audience. Instead of doing your magic just for little kids, you need to do it for an audience that's willing to pay. So Lee started doing product launches at like conventions where he would draw a crowd in because of his magic and then show the new product. Well, he's in high demand. Now, I haven't talked to Lee in probably five years, but when I last talked to him, he was getting $15,000 a day for the work that he did. And he, and he would have people begging him, people seeing him at these conventions, begging him, other companies, you know, come work for them to do their product launches because they saw how easily he could draw in a big audience. Go to, go to his website and just watch the little video there. He, he takes the newspaper, you know, tears it up into little pieces, and then it comes back together. I have no idea how he does the stuff he does. I've had him at some of our events, and it's really amazing. But he positioned himself rather than being you know, just some guy doing, you know, just just doing little tricks for kids, again, at birthday parties, to doing that in the corporate environment. So he positions himself as somebody who helps with corporate marketing. He's a serious marketer. That's what he does. And as such, he commands the fees that put him in that category. Now, another one is Steve Christmas. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you've probably heard me talk about Steve. Um, he's very active in our 48 Days Eagles community. If you, his site is inflationanimationengineer.com. Again, inflationanimationengineer.com. Again, Steve is one who he actually started doing balloons. You know, just doing the balloons where you, you know, you roll them up and you make a hat or a little dachshund puppy or something out of it. You know, he can do that. And he did it to give his son something to do, something he could do with his son. Well, they did that and they did, you know, birthday parties and things like that. Then his son went off to college and went on to other kind of interests. And Steve, the dad, thought, man, he missed that. He really enjoyed that. He missed that. So he started still doing some things like that. Well, he came to one of the little short courses that I presented last year that I called we, 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 we titled this Will It Fly? The first month I did it on June, I did one, if you want to make your first $1,000. We went through that, you know, 20 people in there. Then the next one then was, if you want to make your first $5,000 a month. Steve was in the one, if you want to make your first $10,000 a month. So in that, we again looked at ways he could change his audience. Steve does a lot of grand openings for events. He did an opening about six months after he went through that little program with me on uh, how to make your first $10,000 a month. He contacted me and said, hey, I not only made $10,000 a month, I made $10,000 in one week. And the way he did that was by doing a presentation at a university where it was coming back to campus celebration. He did that, got paid over $10,000. He can make archways out of balloons. And then again, he teaches principles, leadership principles does a message with his balloon art that he's doing. But instead of just calling himself a balloon guy, he is the inflation animation engineer. Just a change of how he positions himself. So Brian, you can certainly do that with what you're describing here by positioning yourself well as a professional and uh, have a lot of fun in the meantime and make significant money as well. All right. Hey, we've got a couple more questions I want to get to here. But just a quick reminder that I want to uh, let you know, again, these are 
questions coming from you, the listeners. I'm honored each week to get these. If you got a question, suggestion, or success story like Aaron did, just go to 48days.com slash askdan. You can leave it there. Again, that's 48days.com slash askdan. So I got a couple other questions we want to get through here. I'll be back right after this message from our sponsors. So, all right. Uh, Beth says, I started tutoring in December of 2022. The most I make right now is about $1,200 a month. I want this to be my sole income at some point, preferably sooner rather than later. When do I fill out papers to make it an official business with the government? And what should the business be? LLC, sole proprietorship, other. I wanted to sign up for a PayPal business account so I could accept payments online. But they said I needed a legal business name. I'm not sure what I need to do or even how to do it. Can you help guide me, please? Thanks. Well, yes, I certainly can. And, and it's not complicated. So if any of you listening, in addition to Beth here, if if you've got a business like this and you want to really make it an official business, you know, there are a couple things you can do. Go to your county clerk. That's where it's typically done. May vary in your state, but typically it's a county clerk. You pay $20 for a business license fee. That's it. That's an annual fee. And just just keep your business as a sole proprietorship for now. I mean, that's perfectly adequate. Uh, the main reason people set up as a LLC or a corporation is for liability protection. And with tutoring, you don't you don't have liability risk. Just keep it simple. Get a business license, open a checking account, go to your local bank and open a checking account in that name and you're ready to go. It's simple. It's totally legal to file your taxes showing that income. You deduct your expenses. I mean, it's a great, that's a really big transition when you go from being an employee to having a business even like this because you can deduct a lot of expenses. You can um, pay less taxes on it. I mean, it's a really solid move to be able to make that. Um, You can make a significant full-time income and never make your business more complicated than that. Now, if you brought on employees, then you need to file for an EIN. That's an employee identification number. And if you start making, you know, $100,000 or more, then I'd encourage you to talk with your accountant about maybe making it an S-Corp or an LLC, just to make it a little more official. Now, we we have a lot of things moving at 48days.com, and I'm an LLC. So uh, that's the most reasonable next move but I would not incur the expense for doing that when you're just starting out, you know, only making a little bit of money every month, you know, wait until things really grow. And then you can still use the same name and just continue going on. You know, in terms of a name, the uh, biggest protection you have for a name is having the URL. So if you can have the name of your business.com, that's a big deal. And then once you have that, you have a lot of protection for that. Even if you decide that at some point to go ahead and form a more formalized organization like an LLC or, or an S-Corp. Okay, um, Michael says, Dan, thank you for the chance to connect with a real person. My story, I've given 25 years of my life to the insurance and benefits business. I'm burned out. Where do I go for chapter two of my work life that allows me to work from home on my schedule and most important, ready get to really guide, teach, and help people? 
I have so many ideas bouncing around in my head. Which ones are God-inspired? I pray to hear God's voice. I've experienced a number of other writing, coaching, online business courses, and the material and theory are there, but I need more. What am I missing? I appreciate any thoughts and feedback you might give. Regards, Michael. Well, thanks, Michael, for your question. I mean, one of the people that I would recommend that you explore is Teresa McCoy. Teresa McCoy, again, very active in our 48 Days of World. Um, she has a program that she calls the Real Life Process, and it's a process to help people like you really become equipped to offer the services that you say you want to offer, to help work with people, to uh, and figure out which of your ideas are God-inspired. She's you know faith-based. She helps coaches, organizational leaders, speakers, trainers develop and build their businesses through clarifying really what they're offering, what their content is going to be. Now, she's got a book. I've mentioned her book before. Her book is Do What Matters. And I wrote the foreword to that. That was That's pretty recent. That'll help you discover your best way of being productive around what is uniquely you. Um, so you can check out the book, Do What Matters. And you can also just check out what she's what she's doing at thereallifeprocess.com. So go there and you can check it out. Now, in addition to that, if you are, with what you're saying, you want to work from home, you want to help, you know, encourage other people, teach, train, and all that. I mean, one of the easiest way to do that is to have courses that you develop. I mean, there are courses, I talked with a gentleman this morning who just purchased a course on how to do the splits, just how to do the splits. He paid $27 for it. Now, it's just this guy going through, and it's like a four-week program where you just, I mean, it's just having you do the same thing over and over and over again, and ultimately you can do the splits by just increasing your ability to stretch. But I thought, how cool was that? You know, 27 bucks. So it's certainly easy for people to just say, well, sure, I want to get that. Well, think of if you only had, you know, 2,000 people in the course of a year that got that. Well, that's $50,000 just from a little course that you put out there. Now, there are some places you can go to create courses where they'll walk you right through the process and host it and the whole deal. I mean, I've had courses on Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. So udemy.com slash teaching will go through and show you how to do a video there. There's a lot of things being done on LinkedIn these days. So if you go to, well, you just, just check it out. But if you go to linkedin.com slash help slash learning, you can see how they will help you create a course that they'll have then in their library. And of course, they have a massive, massive audience to draw people in for their courses. Thinkific is another site that I recommend. And a lot of people have courses there. Teachable.com. Teachable is another one. So you can do that. And you, you don't need to have magic degrees. You don't need to, I mean, you can be having worked as a in, in physical labor yesterday. And you, well, you could have something from that background that makes you a candidate to develop a course to help people in a particular area. There's so many things. Just look at what are your area, unique areas of expertise that you have where it would be possible for you to develop a course. But that's an easy way to get into where you're doing something on your own from home and yet generate not only significant income because of the the one-time purchases, but because you do it one time and get paid over and over again, you've moved from what I was explaining to my granddaughter in the swimming pool on Sunday. She's 10 years old, and I'm explaining to her the difference between linear income and residual income. 
And I told her, Juliet, I said, if you understand this, it's going to put you so far ahead in life. It's hard to imagine the difference it'll make if you just understand that. The difference between linear income, where you do something once and get paid once, and residual income, where you do something and get paid over and over and over again. And that's been the leverage that I've used, of course, in what I've done is doing something one time and getting paid over and over and over again. So it's a a big move up, a big door to walk through to be able to just understand that principle. Well, hey, we're going to wrap it up there. My goodness, blasting through some questions here. Thanks for shooting those in. Again, the questions can always come in at 48days.com slash askdan. Honored to get those. So thanks for listening. Thanks for sending those questions in. Thanks for being a kind of person who's interested in helping others. I mean, so many of you have ideas where you want to do that, and that's very legitimate. You know, some people may question, gee, if we're all just helping helping others, who's left? Well, I have had the privilege of helping a lot of people, but I engage with a lot of coaches. I just signed an agreement with a new coach this morning. Again, somebody to coach me. So it's not like it's one directional. Believe me, it goes round and round and round. But if you're known for your positivity, for offering hope and encouragement to others, people will seek you out and you can benefit from that. That's very, my, my granddaughter was asking me, you know, is it is it cheating? Whatever question was, is it cheating to buy something at a particular price and then sell it for a higher price? You know, couldn't they go to the same place? And I explained to her, you know, car dealers do that. You know, real estate people do that. That's it's very legitimate to figure that out and understand that as a business principle. Well, hey, a lot more here. I hope this has been beneficial for you that you've jotted down some resources that can help you move forward in your success journey. And just stay committed to your belief that we can, without a shadow of a doubt, find or create work in a life that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Have a great week.